0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 19 of Bible and Breakfast. I'm really excited to have um, our first female guest on the show today. Um, Yeah, you're the the first, the first. Um, She's Lindy Ramsey. She's a senior executive director with Monate Global. Uh, She's a former Division I college athlete, basketball player at Texas Tech. And she just is a a wonderful person. Uh, My wife and I were able to meet her and her husband, Zach, through uh, Monate. And they've just been really uh, awesome people to get to know and encourage us and, and just do life with. So, Lindy, thank you so much for uh, joining the show today.
1: Andrew, thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored, one, just to be on here, but now no, knowing I'm the first female, no pressure, right? <laughs> getting a little bit when you said that.
0: Yeah, I know. It's it's big time. It's I didn't want to tell you that because I thought it might make you nervous, but you you're a You're a gamer, so I know you're going to be ready for it. So, (laughs) man,
1: this is so fun. I'm thrilled to be here.
0: Awesome. Well, just kind of want to start out. I know, you know, your faith plays such a big part in what you do, not only as a mom, as a business leader, um, just in your life. It's kind of the central focus. But when you're kind of, when you do, you know, you have your purpose and your why, can you just kind of explain a little bit what your faith means to you and how that's portrayed throughout your life?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um complete transparency, I feel like a lot of my faith stemmed from multiple generations who fed that into me. And I was blessed to have that growing up, just great grandparents, grandparents, parents. It was just a part of who we were and what we did. And so it was a very natural progression uh, for me to just continue to incorporate that. But then, you know, once you leave house the house and get into college and start building your own family um, you kind of find your own groove and what your faith really means to you and to your family and how you're going to incorporate it into your everyday. And so this is just a part of our lives. He just is. And it um, floods through our interactions with people and our relationships. And, you know, our hope is that people may not necessarily hear the name of Jesus on our lips all the time, although it's fairly often. But our prayer is just that when we meet them, that they feel the love of Jesus, Um, whether that's in work or in our community um, or in friends that we socialize with. And so it's just, it's part of who we are.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's been so obvious to, at least to Julie and I, as we watch. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Lindy and her husband just recently became part of the million dollar club in, in Monate. And that's a really big deal. It's really hard to do. And through that all, you know, a lot of people kind of uh, make it about themselves and make it about their hard work and make it about everything that they did. And Lindy has been deflecting that glory and that praise to God through it all. And it's been really cool to see. And I, you know, I, I thank you for that because I know it's encouraged me. It's encouraged Julie, and It's encouraged so many people. Um, in the business world, uh, just to see how you do what you do and why you do what you do. So thank you for that. It's really cool to hear.
1: Well, I know you and Julie are going to do the exact same and do do the exact same in your business. You know, it is a lot of hard work, no matter what field you're in. But at the end of the day, the Lord is honoring that hard work and everything is straight from him. And so how could you not give the glory to him ever- and? <laughs> you um, have been given and blessed with. And, um, you know, it's so much more than just what's happening here and now. It's about the eternal. And if we can point people's eyes to that, and any and every way that we can, we're all about it.
0: No doubt. Well, so many people who who listen to this podcast are coaches, they're players, a lot of them in the basketball world, but really in the sports world. And I know you know, as we said at the beginning of the show, you, you played Division One basketball at Texas Tech for a couple years, years, um, and and that career was ended by injury. But I wanted to just ask you a little bit, what are some lessons that you learned from being a student athlete um, at the college level that you've kind of taken with you, not only to be a better person, but just a better leader in how to run a business more successfully because you played? Yeah, wow,
1: that is a very loaded question I could
0: talk about
1: <laughs> A long time. And it's interesting how when you're in that season of life, you don't even realize what you're learning until, you know, hindsight 2020. And you look back and you think of all these circumstances or things that you chose to do or not to do that have now impacted your life and impact how you function in your everyday. Uh, You know, a lot of my basketball career, I think back to my childhood and actually being under my parents' home because, um, that's where it all stemmed from. You know, my daddy told my three brothers and I, I'm the only girl um, and three boys. And he said, you can either choose to go get a job or you can put that time into a sport um, and you're going to work just as hard at that sport as you would if you went to a job after school. And so we all chose sports. Um, and through that, he taught us a lot about Self discipline, right? We were showing up when no one else was showing up. We were showing up on Christmas Eve and on New Year's Day, and while everyone else was out with friends, we were showing up to um, do our job, if you will. And and but we loved it. It was fun, right? It wasn't work to us. But he taught us the importance of commitment, and that's where I feel like we really learned self discipline and just to have a solid work ethic. You know, the definition of a leader is someone who is bent over, drenched in sweat when no one else is watching. And I can look back at my childhood and those times where my daddy and I showed up to the gym when no one else was around. And then in return, all they see is the highlight reel, right? The game day or the news (laughs) clippings or whatever it is. And it's the same in business. The harder you work, the luckier you tend um, tend to end up being. And so I think just outworking uh, people is what I learned um, more than anything, because I did have some God given ability, but a lot of it was just I wasn't I wasn't going to let you beat me. Um, And I was going to bust out, (laughs) bust out every single day to outwork you. Um, And that has carried over into life and business. And now as we raise our babies to have that mindset.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And I hear you mention, you know, how your dad, you, you know, you guys were in the gym and working hard and and he obviously played played a big role in that. And, you know, you, you aren't the only division one athlete in your family. I know you have some brothers who played division one football and you know, what, what role, obviously your dad spent a lot of time with you, but what kind of mindset aside from that hard work, can you kind of expound a little bit about a parents role in, in coaching their kids and helping them become, you know, the best version of themselves?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, I think that at the end of the day, it was all about effort, right? At the end of a game or the end of a practice um, or the end of a tournament, it wasn't ever did you win or did you lose or how many points did you have or how many rebounds, right? It was all about the effort. Did you give max amount of effort, everything you could give while you were there, right? Cause we only have the moment that we're in and that to me took pressure off a little bit when I played the game. Of it. it was fun, it was exciting, but I also knew I had to give everything I had while I was there. When you step on the floor, you give all you have, and so now that has again just played a role in um, in our life. Right when I wake up every single morning, it's, okay, we've got today. I'm going to be the best I can as a mom, as a wife, as you know, a leader in our community um and just giving max effort in all aspects it really takes everything else kind of takes care of itself um on that you don't even realize is being taken care of because you're giving all you have in that moment of what's going on
0: yeah so many times i know you know as a coach there's so many uh things we can't control right we can't control if the ball goes in the basket we can't control if the other team just is that much better than us, but we can always control our effort, we can always control our attitude. And I think that's something I've seen you exude through and through, you know, you always come in with a positive attitude with tons of energy. And obviously, you work your butt off. And I think that, you know, it's kind of cool seeing how that started at a young age, because you had a coach or a parent in your life who really pushed you to do that. And it's really cool to see how that's, you know, transition into where you are now, which is a leader of a 1000 people over a thousand, you know, thousands of people on your team that you just coach every day and you lead every day. What kind of things do you do to grow yourself and prepare yourself so that you can be a leader to these thousands of people and help them also become leaders?
1: Yeah. You know, I feel like you and Julie are great examples of something I've started to incorporate because of your emphasis on this. So I want to thank y'all for that because Every day it's mindset. What are you feeding your mind, right? I know y'all preach that time and time again to your organizations and it bleeds into, you know, sidelines and, and friends like myself because of how much it's talked about and reiterated. But what we feed our mind comes out in our words, in our actions, in our attitude. And so every day um, it's personal development and that can be a book, a podcast, um, even a song sometimes. It's anything that you are feeding your mind that is good. So practical things, um, I wake up before my kiddos every single morning and it's early and I don't always want to do it, but having that hour of time before they rise really helps me just get where I need to be to start the day to be the best version of myself and to win that day. Um, another thing is we don't watch the news and I know that sounds crazy <laughs> People, um, we actually turned on the debate last night and had it on for five minutes. And I said, Babe, I told my husband, I was like, This is not how I want to finish my day. Um, and so, and so we turned it off. And so, we are very cautious. You know, our kids don't watch certain things on the television. Um, we don't participate in certain things that other people do. And I'm not saying that as like a, you know, pat on the back, hi and mighty. but. My mind is super sensitive, right? If something happens during the day, it affects me all day long. I can't watch a scary movie or I won't sleep for a year. And I know that about myself. And so because of that, I'm really cautious and probably overly cautious in what I let enter my mind, enter my life. There's enough negativity and junk going out on there. I don't want to be searching it out by any means. Um, And so that's the way that I try to stay and stay in check throughout the days and the weeks and the months.
0: Yeah, that is amazing how much it affects our minds, because I even find myself falling into that trap too, where it affects my thinking, you know, just seeing stuff that maybe upsets me or frustrates me, or it's giving me this worldview in my head, and it it makes me act a certain way. And when I catch myself doing that, it it is, it's huge, because they say, you know, what you watch, what you listen to, and who you spend most of your time with are the things that are going to make you who you are. So being very cautious, like you said, and and picking the right things to feed your mind is huge. Um, I know that you know many coaches, and you, you kind of talk about you know your faith and you talk about the things that you're you're watching, but your identity, I know your identity is not something bigger than your business, but I know so many coaches, so many players who you know, are involved in a sport, they find their identity in that sport or that specific thing that they're really good at. But, you know, like myself, I had a heart disease, you had some injuries that took the game away from you. So when that happens, if your identity is wrapped up in, in that sport, and you can't do it anymore, that can be a devastating blow, and it can really send you spiraling down. So I want to ask you kind of what advice would you give somebody who maybe finds their identity in the sport? but is looking for something more? How, how is that mindset shift uh, able to happen?
1: Man, that's good. What you said is so spot on. I feel like I should be interviewing you asking. <laughs> no way. So true, it's spot on. Um, everything of this world is going to fail you, right? I saw this even, you guys, within my marriage. So we've been married for eight years. In my first six, eight months of marriage, all of my... Happiness, all of my contentment, all of my everything was coming from my husband. Well, guess what? My husband's an incredible man, but he he is not perfect and he is going to fail me and disappoint me every single day. And when I finally realized that the only thing, truly the only thing in life that stays consistent, it's the same yesterday and today and tomorrow and forever and ever, amen, is Jesus Christ. And so when your foundation is in that, there's there's hope in that. There's joy in that. There's peace in that, right? Because people are going to fail us. The game is going to fail us. Um, it's not consistent. Every day is so different. But there is only one thing that is always consistent. And when that is where your hope and um, your identity stems from, it makes everything else just, it frees you. It makes everything else just something that happened that day versus a definition of who you are who you aren't are.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, you wrote something on your Facebook post the other day that kind of transitions right into the thought of in a world that tells us money, fame and attention is where it's at. You know, I want to encourage you otherwise. And then you listed off some things of encouragement. And I kind of want to end today just by, you know, because I think in the basketball world and, and in my world where a lot of these people who are listening to this podcast, you know, it, it is, it's about wins and losses. It's about, you know, making an NCAA tournament and getting that notoriety, moving to that next level, getting getting that next job, making more money. And so many times that clouds what our true purpose is and what we really uh, need to see that matter. So as um, you kind of wrote that and you were doing it from a business perspective, but kind of just... Talk to me a little bit about that and what that otherwise encouragement would be.
1: Yeah. You guys, I went to hear my heart too. I like to win. Like we were <laughs> when I was on the court, I was in it to win it or business or whatever it is. And so all those things are so good. And and the Lord gives us fun, good things for us to enjoy. And so yeah, you need to be best to tell to earn those things and, and to be um, you know, fulfilling that part of you to to achieve things that are fun and that are exciting and that ultimately leads you having an impact on people for something far more greater than, um, than basketball or whatever game that it is that you're in. But at the end of the day, um, there's only one thing that can fulfill us and that's Jesus Christ. And I have seen this play out so much in, um, my basketball career and in our business because, there are things that we can't control. There are things that happen that are going to disappoint us. But like I said, you know, probably it all stems back to Jesus. But when your faith is in Jesus and that's your foundation, you know who to go home to. That is your that is your safe place. Um, the world does tell us to, you know, be first in line, to get to the top, to have all this money. To But you guys, all that fades away. And even most recently, when we are recognized for 18, recognition, something that strictly stems from having an incredible, you know, people and organization that surround you, we were recognized for that. And literally 48 hours, it was on to the next, right? And so it doesn't satisfy, you reach a milestone and you think, yes, this is amazing. But then you're on to the next milestone. Nothing is ever going to satisfy your soul, my soul, um, other than our savior. And that is so apparent because you think about anything that you've accomplished in life, it was amazing, but then it's gone just like that. And you're on to the next thing and, and moving on to, you know, the next goal, the next dream, whatever it may be.
0: That's so awesome. Thank you so much for for sharing that. Um, Lindy, I just love, you know, your positivity. I love your heart. Um, it's so fun. You know, I know when you and Julie get on these Zoom calls and these lives, it's so fun just to hear you guys talk and, and you're just someone who exudes that that energy every single day to your team and to everyone around you so thank you uh you and zach are awesome i know you guys are building a house as well and uh, i know that's getting pretty close to being done right
1: it's gonna be done someday
0: someday yeah
1: (laughs) whatever it happens
0: (laughs) yeah well thank you so much for for encouraging us all um thank you guys for watching and we'll talk to you next time
1: andrew thank you so much it was such an honor we love you and Julie. And just thank so much of y'all. So this was truly such a blessing to be on here.